0: Hi, and welcome to That Fangirl Life, the platform that champions female fans, with me, your host, Laurel. In this week's episode, we're finally delving into the world of K-pop, with multimedia journalism student Shay Bryan. Listen as we discuss the pressures that K-pop artists face to be picture-perfect for their fans, which comeback Shay can't wait to see, as well as what it's like being a Western fan within the fandom, and our thoughts on BTS's Grammy snub. Please note that this episode does come with a trigger warning in regards to talk of suicide. Hello everybody, we are back for another episode and this one's actually been highly requested that we actually talk about this um, this week. Um, We are delving into the world of K-pop which is something I'm not too familiar with Um, but this week I am joined by um, Shay. Do you want to introduce yourself a
1: little bit? Um, Hi, I'm Shay. I'm been a k-pop fan since like 2014 (laughs) i'm from london and i'm studying journalism at the university of essex currently in my final year
0: what does the word fangirl mean to you
1: the word the word fangirl kind of just means like you're a dedicated supporter like i think for some people kind of means you're a bit obsessive but i feel like it just like gives you recognition for your passion almost and I feel like it's a positive term but it can also be used quite negatively sometimes.
0: Yeah I feel like obviously that's one of the reasons why we've started this platform was to try and uh, disassociate the negative connotations that it comes with it Um, which I hope it's translating well for everyone and it seems to be, which is nice. Um, however, what I want to first of all know is how did you come across the world of K-pop?
1: So like quite a long time ago, me and my friends, we were like, we're, st- we're still up, but we were like really, really into anime. And then we had, we met like some people online that also liked anime. And then they introduced us to the K-pop and then we kind of just like from like 2015 onwards, we were kind of just like got more and more into it. So usually just kind of like by people on the internet, which sounds a bit crazy, but <laughs> that's what happened. Um, was
0: it a particular band or artist that you kind of listened to? Like who was the first kind of like artist that they kind of said like this is who you should listen to to kind of get into it?
1: Um, I would say like the first like song I listened to was Dope by BTS, which I feel like is like the gateway drug for everyone in K-pop <laughs> that kind of got into it when I got into it. And it was, like, the music video for Dope, like, if you've ever seen it, it's just, like, epic. It's so, so good. And then I was just, like, okay. And then, like, the second one I watched was Got7. Um, I think it's called Just Right. And that one was quite cutesy. So it was kind of different from, like, BTS's one, which was, like, high impact, like, powerful and stuff. And then there's like, this cutesy one. Then I kind of just, like, went on, like, a tangent, like, you know, like, a YouTube rabbit hole. And I yeah. just like, looked at loads of music videos and just loved it, really.
0: um, Was would you say there's any like one band or I don't know if I don't know if they have like singular artists like in that kind of realm of music um that you're like more lean towards now than others
1: um oh like I think as I've got older I've like definitely more lean towards like single artists so like my favorite single artist right now is Dean and he's kind of like a korean r&b kind of singer but he's very like versatile and i just really like like all his songs groups i feel like groups is usually what people start with and then they start to like look at um individuals as they like they get more into the fandom really
0: what would you say would be a difference between k-pop artists and bands in regards to kind of like western like uk european American artists that make them different?
1: Um, well, apart from the language. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a good question. I think like when I was getting into it, I like kind of liked that you got to know like a lot about them, like their personality. So it's like there's kind of like a lot of marketing around like getting to know the band or the group, whatever, as like an individual, as like individual people. So they would go like they would have like their own little reality shows where they would go and do challenges or they would like um give you like so if a song came out they would do like a kind of like kind of like a band practice kind of thing of it and I was like oh like so you get to know them so you start knowing their names and like what they like and their interests and, like you just kind of like you're building more of a relationship with them rather than just like seeing their music and stuff um leading
0: really kind of onto that do you find it more difficult um being a western fan as such um like obviously there is language barrier as such um because i i know when i listen to music i like to know exactly what the lyrics are and what i'm listening to and to like sing along with them um do you find any kind any other areas kind of like a bit
1: more difficult than not really because like most of this like if it's a good production company they would have like the subtitles you can have it in english so you know what they're saying but then i usually when i first like um, watch it like the video when it comes out I first I just watch it with no subtitles and just list, listen to it and you can kind of get a gist anyway because they would have like random English phrases just thrown in there you know for some spice <laughs> um, but like other than that like I don't really find it that difficult because it's like you can just search up the lyrics afterwards but then it's more like I just prefer like everything around it the music videos are probably my favorite thing like nothing tops Korean music videos
0: A lot of questions that I got were kind of around how, obviously, the bands are formed. How do you feel, obviously, that the um, men, they have to do mandatory military service, have to do it when they turn 18 for for a year? Um, Do you think that's something that maybe, I don't know, like how to kind of word it, like they should be exempt from it yeah exempt from it as such maybe or and like we're kind of getting into politics really with this kind of Mm. question um or it should be like banned Personally, I think it should be banned altogether like you should only join the military if you want to join the military um but it's the whole like man vibe like vibe culture they have out in
1: that area of the world yeah as much as like I like I'm kind of the same as you I don't think someone should be forced to join the army um however I don't feel like just because they're celebrities they should be exempt from it so it's kind of like it's kind of like no one should be forced but they shouldn't be exempt for because like you know should celebrities like be exempt from doing I don't know something that we all have to do pay taxes I don't know yeah
0: I've so before we started I've watched the pick Pe- documentary and it was the first time that I've seen how like k-pop bands and stuff are like put together and created and the fact that these young almost like stage school like I went to stage school um that they're put into like a boot camp but a very intense boot camp and yeah. not boot camp like we'd know from watching the x factor as such <laughs> no. um what do you think of how they're treated in that way to kind of create these groups
1: oh like I kind of don't I don't really agree with it because it's like they kind of for force like a societal expectation of like people so it's like you have to be this way and if you're slightly overweight or if you're slightly too tall or if you're slightly like too short like it's all like you have to basically be like a cookie cutter image I feel like now they're slightly starting to um, move away from that, which is great. But like, still, like a lot of need, like a lot needs to still be done. But I feel like it's so like pressuring. Like I, ju- I personally, I couldn't do it. No, I don't think anyone I know could do that because they go through like the mental abuse, the physical abuse, like everything. I just, I think it's a bit too much. I couldn't believe
0: like how inten- like how intense it is, and the fact that they like move them around to like try them in different like formations of different groups and it's it's kind of like it's a little sad in a way that like these obviously I've like I said I've only watched Blackpink so like these young girls couldn't be like actually we work best as a friendship group no we'll work better and we'll just make it work instead they're like Mm -hmm. actually no we don't want this one person in we're going to try it with this person they're better than you and you almost get told like in front of everyone like actually yeah. they're better than you so we'll put them in the band as such which I get obviously probably happens behind closed doors like in like here in the UK and in the US but I've, I don't know I,
1: it just seems very like dated yeah I think like even though like Korea kind of like uh, or South Korea let's say brands themselves have been super high tech you know technology futuristic a lot of like their, like cultural things are quite like traditional quite old-fashioned and it's just like you kind of like when I like when you watch some of those like boot camp shows and then putting them together you're just like um like this is like you think everyone would be like kind of equal but it's like no you know they have their favorites so you know like if someone's a triple threat they can dance sing and rap like they would literally like soar compared to someone that's like really really good at singing but can't really dance that well and it's just like you know someone asked do you currently believe that
0: um they are debuting idols too, la- too young and
1: they then put like a hyphen p1 harmony too young it's kind of just like it's not, I don't even know how to answer that it's because it's like how it kind of goes it's they either get scouted on the street or like the people do an audition so it's kind of like if they do an audition at 14 and then they somehow get into a group at 15, 16, is it then the company's fault that they like now in this group at 16 years old? Or is it like, but then if they get scouted, then they probably like, you know, might as well just take the opportunity. Cause it's quite hard to say because there are some people that like debut, like uh, really, really, not old, but kind of like old in the industry. Like they will be like 22, which is considered old, but like, you know, most people debut between like 17 and 20
0: it's weird because obviously like if you think of someone that's like more predominant this like not Korean and stuff you'd for me it would be Justin Bieber like he was like well I don't know like 13 14 when he was like
1: mm.
0: scouted online and signed up and whatnot so in like when someone asked that I was a bit like oh like that's kind of I didn't really think of it being it that way like how would it however I did see when I was doing a lot of kind of like kind of bit of background research that obviously people do think there's a lot of issues on like mental health and sexualization
1: towards k-pop artists I don't know if you can elaborate a little bit more on that oh mental health oh my gosh like I can't even like begin to cover that like (laughs) I think but like in the last five years I oh just like a trigger warning I want to put that out there of like suicide the amount of K-pop artists that have committed suicide in, like, the last five years is unbelievable. And it, like, you just think, like, what, like, what not? Because, like, if you don't, like, delve into a K-pop that much, you just think, oh, like, they're just, like, put into groups and they can, like, sing and dance and travel and stuff like that. But the amount of training and the amount of, like, like, rigorous things that they have to do and that they have contracts that are really strict and quite limiting. Like, they can't go and see their families, like, 90% of the year and things like that. So like when like you see them struggling mentally and like committing suicide or fans uh there's like a term in like korean um k-pop kind of fandom it's called like um Sessangs, which is like really 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 like the most extreme fan like you could ever um like be and they would follow artists in cars and basically do a like a car chase with them and you're kind of like they just want to live their life and stuff and you're here like chasing them down in a car like it's not great so it's like I feel like the fans do put some of the pressure but sometimes I do think it's mostly the companies that they don't really look after their like pastoral care as much and in terms of like sexualization I think it's very kind of like oh how do I don't it? kind of like old sexualization so it's not like like they would wear like super short skirts and then they would like be really cutesy so it's like kind of like yeah. cutesy sexualization rather than like mature sexualization
0: almost like a schoolgirl kind of
1: yeah oh my gosh kind of like yeah.
0: oh like, <laughs> kind of vibe. like I feel like it leans into like is it
1: kawaii I don't, I don't know if I'm yeah. saying that correct like that kind of like vibe yeah. I get from it definitely like and it's kind of like when like um women in um, k-pop wanted like reclaim their own sexuality and be like mature sexy they're all like oh that's a bit risque like what are they doing here and it's like you know I would rather a 25 year old woman reclaim her sexuality and be sexual in her own way than like quiet, kind of sexual like that's a bit weird but
0: when you think about it from obviously like a perspective of being brought up in a western kind of culture it's so Hmm. like especially like in the 21st century like you said before with all their korean like technology advancements and stuff like that saying they're so forward thinking that it is so backwards when it comes to stuff like this and it's very yeah. strange in regards to it because as well someone said obviously i kind of knew about it but obviously they're like put on dating bands as such that they're not allowed to publicly <laughs> date anybody which like back in the day I know like probably like in the 60s and 70s I know my mum has mentioned before that like they was like you'd never known if someone was like dating someone if they were like basically rollers or the Beatles as such until later on and um, so it's weird that they still have that kind of mm. I would say clause in their contracts which yeah. I assume it is a clause in their contract that they can't publicly date anybody.
1: I think it's kind of like, um, what is it? It's like they kind of market the fact they're single, if that makes sense. So it's like, like most of the fans, they like love these um, idols that called. um, So it's like, oh, if they're single, oh, I could be that special girl, and it kind of like boosts their like popularity, which is kind of like messed up thinking because like when some artists like before, probably not so much now would get into relationships people just like no like she needs to go she's like if there's like um, their favorite male I- idol they were like no the girl needs to go they will just like put like really disgusting stuff in comments of youtube videos and stuff or on twitter and you're just like there's there's really no need if they're your favorite idol you would be happy for them being happy but no people take it to the extreme sometimes
0: yeah it's even though I said like it would be, I thought to <laughs> mention Harry Styles in regards to this. But I feel like that <laughs> comes across a lot within regards to like Harry Styles fans as well. Like when he's seen to date somebody, that person is literally like crucified like on social media, and it's just because yeah. it's always the people that think not that they don't have, don't probably ever have a chance, but it's very like, it's that zero point zero zero two percent chance that you ever would date him ever and also Mm. you're probably too young for him also because I feel (laughs) like it's a lot of younger girls that would that tend to or or guys tend to steer in that direction of thinking that way which is it's kind of sad in a way because like like everyone that I've spoken to when we've kind of delved into this area of like fandom it's if you are such a big fan of that person you want you're happy for and all their success in their career why can't you be happy for them in their personal life as well? Like if that's going to help them thrive Mm, as a person, like it should be equal measures really, which is kind of, I could like talk about that kind of whole Mm. thing for like hours on end (laughs) (laughs) in regards to stuff like that. Um, One thing that I've noticed um, from the running like the podcast twitter and stuff like that from who we follow and someone else also sent a question in why does it seem that some k-pop fans are very very intense
1: yeah i actually wonder about this question as well <laughs> if anyone could answer it because like <laughs> like like i've always been like like a, quite a loyal k-pop fan especially in my super like um k-pop crazy days but like there was always some fans that i was just like like are you seeing something that I'm not seeing? Because they were just like next level, like intense. And I was just so. Yeah. Like, I literally have no idea. I don't know. It's probably because, you know, I think it's probably like, you know, when you've like kind of discovered a, bra- um, a band or you think that you um, were there in the beginning, they probably feel like, oh, like, I'm one of the first like people, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like kind of like I'm now above every fan. So they're probably the like kind of gatekeepy. And just, like, thinking, oh, you know, I've been a fan since day one, like, they, they, they probably love me too, they probably know my name, kind of, like, superiority complex kind of thing. <laughs> it does seem like, I've noticed before, like, if there's, like, a
0: battle of, like, on Twitter, like, the most retweets will win like i don't know like when billboard do stuff and it's like between like bts and one direction and oh my god like the insane like it's just literally like a war and i'm like guys like
1: just take a step back yeah bts fans uh they're called army army like they're just known as the craziest fandom and I feel like that is it rivals 1D fans to the max like nothing can compare like if like World War Three um was gonna happen like I would even be on what uh, Army's team or One Direction fans team like there was there's no in between I would just have to pick a side <laughs> yeah what do you think one
0: thing as a fan of K-pop seems to be a misconception that
1: they all look the same oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how, how many times I've got, oh, how do you tell them apart? They will look the same. I'm like, oh, that's low-key racist. First of all, I, when people say that, I'm just like, no, I think because I'm like very used to it. So I'm very used to seeing like different ethnicities. I live in London, first of all. So like, I feel like when people say that they just look at it like very blanket statement-y, like mm. they don't really look at the individual people. They just see, oh, like Korean guys times it by seven, times it by however many people in the group. Whereas like, You know, like in all groups, when you're first starting out, you try and look at the distinct um, characteristics. So like, let's take one direction. You had like someone that was blonde, someone that had darker hair, you know, someone that like was probably shorter than like the rest and stuff like that. That's kind of what you have to do until you know their names, know their faces. But they definitely do not look the same, especially because not everyone in K-pop is Korean.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't realize that like some of the girls in Blackpink, like one of them is like from New Zealand. Like I didn't realize yeah. that that was a thing. I just thought they were all like from South Korea or like Singapore and stuff like that. That they were actually like people from like other countries, and that mm-hmm. would be like I'm gonna go back. Like I want to be a K-pop star. What's the craziest thing that you've done as a K-pop fan for K-pop?
1: I always think I'm pretty chill like I don't think I've done anything that crazy um other than nearly spent my entire student loan for the term on a concert ticket but I was just like yeah should I just do it should I just I was like no I knew my mum would like absolutely just rip into me if I did that because like you know like tears for tickets like the best ticket that you can actually meet them like the band I was going to see which was day six and you could high five them I'm like hmm, £200 for a high five? That seems like a pretty good deal. But then I was just like, £200? No, mo- that is, considering <laughs> that I paid, like, a, a, nearly
0: £150 pound for a Harry,
1: just just a stand-in Harry Styles ticket, like, that's how much, like, £200. I'd be like, yeah, fine. I was just like, at first, because it was like my, day six was like my first concert, and I was just like, okay, like, okay, let me do it. But I was thinking, hmm, £200, should I do it, should I do it? I decided not to, but then that's probably, like, my where my, um, intense fan was like creeping and it's like the voice in my head was like do it do it do it and I was just like I'll absolutely just get ripped into if I did do you kind of regret it now or yeah because <laughs> <laughs> I regret it so much because like I saw them twice so the first time at day six came to the UK the max tier which was like front row got to meet them afterwards I think even got a post huh? you was basically like 200 pounds or just under the next time I went I was like you know what I'm gonna go go for that 200 tier it was like 400 pounds I was like no (laughs) I was just like oh I missed my chance I shouldn't have. I should have just done it when I had the chart like a good chance and I was just like yeah I have a friend (laughs) that went to Korea to actually see a k-pop concert because they weren't coming to the UK and I was just like max fandom right there
0: (laughs) we going to move on to like a little fun quickfire round. Favourite song?
1: Oh, my favourite song. Ooh. Okay, I'd have to say I Need Somebody by Day6. Favourite album? Moonrise by Day6. <laughs> favourite music video? Run BTS. Worst song? Girls, 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 I've Got 7. Worst album? To Be Determined. I haven't had a really bad album. <laughs>
0: A question that someone sent in, I've put, do you think BTS was snubbed at the grand- Grammys as Diamond Knight broke records? And then I have tangents off of that being like, do you think this leads to racism within the industry for them? That's kind of like a big loaded question for it.
1: You know, I feel like everyone gets snubbed at the Grammys. So BTS, I feel like now they've transcended into like a territory that is like unworldly really. <laughs> And it's like, it would have to get snubbed at the Grammys for it to actually, like, solidify, really. Um, You can talk about, like, literally anyone that's been snubbed at the Grammys. I think Nicki Minaj hasn't released, um, hasn't won a Grammy, and people just like, what? Like, so I kind of feel like I'm not surprised that BTS didn't win anything. Um, But I'm quite happy that people think they've been snubbed. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I remember, because
0: obviously I was watching it and I could see on Twitter people being like what like how is that like
1: how did that happen? So it's quite hard to say that it was racism particularly because I feel like because they're like not even um like western based I'm not surprised that they've been snubbed if like people want to say they've been snubbed because it's like people can be like oh yeah the Grammys are mostly for like western artists and stuff like that because like they do have their own like um music awards, the mama awards in um, Asia for mostly Asian um K-pops, kind of C pop sometimes. You win some, you lose some, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I feel like
0: because obviously being a fan, you're
1: so like
0: enthralled and you you want them to win. Mm. And people are just like outraged when they don't win. And obviously I don't really understand like the ins and outs of like what makes because obviously it's not a fan vote. It's no. People that work within the industry that decide, and obviously we don't know whether or not people get paid off, whether or not to make them win and stuff like that. Like when we said before, in regards to like BTS fans, like tweeting stuff and everything, you know, if it's going to be a fan vote, that they are probably going to win. Like there's no point like anyone else, which is amazing to see because I know like some people have said uh, fans is like marketing tools,
1: yeah. and
0: obviously I think BTS have hit the jackpot with their fans being a great marketing tool. especially with, like, charity stuff. Like, I've seen, like, they obviously match what the fans raise for, like, charity, which I think is a great way to utilise your platform as an artist. Oh, it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's something different that I think has not been seen before.
1: No, not in music. I've seen it on YouTube. Um, Like, some companies kind of do, like, matched um, donations, but... It's really good that um, BTS is kind of bringing it to the music um, industry. What comeback
0: are you anticipating the most this year? I don't
1: know. Oh, Day six. Day six is comeback. I'm so, 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 so excited for it, especially because like one of the members is like doing their military service, I think, right now. So it's like they either will be back for the comeback or they may not. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I just want to know what the songs are, what the theme is. I'm just like so looking forward to it. So do they obviously like?
0: I know with like Taylor Swift, kind of she has like her eras. Do like mm-hmm. each of the bands kind of like have their kind of like eras as such? Like that like yeah. different like themes.
1: I I love it. I feel like kind of like what we said before about like this kind of the school cutesy kind of um aesthetic. I feel like I feel like it's kind of like protocol now to be a K-pop band or group, whatever. You have to have go, gone for like a school phase. So one of your music videos had to be school scene related. So I feel like every band has already done that. That's kind of like one of, usually one of the first. And then it's kind of like some do like darker stuff, some like. Um, so my favourite band is like Day Six and they do, their more like rock kind of pop punk kind of thing. And they um, had like a really like, um I don't even know what to call it. They had, oh, for the whole of like 2017, they had like this one song a month or two songs a month, but had like a main song and then they made like an album called like sun and moon and it kind of fits in with their name which is day six so it's like day sun moon and things like that yeah so theme it like the theme is great do you think that there would be any other kind of
0: like crossovers as such with any other k-pop bands with like more mainstream artists or any that you're like i would love to see
1: Oh my gosh! There's so much that I would love to see. Wait, you kind of do because like, um, um, oh, what they're called? There's this kind of like American, like Asian music company. Oh my gosh, what are they called? I'm gonna have to search it. But they have like they kind of um look out for um 88 Rising. I think that's what they're called. Yeah, 88 Rising. They kind of like showcase Asian um, American talent and then because like he has the Asian connection a lot of them like collab with um Korean artists so I'm sure you've heard of like Rich Bryan maybe yes yeah he was quite controversial a few years back but he's okay now (laughs) he did a collab with um someone in um K-pop and it was like really really well perceived and stuff like that so I feel like they do like smaller collabs but I would love 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 to see like much more like bigger collabs like with like Red Velvet which their song has now really like gone viral on TikTok and it's like that dance that's like that and you cross it. you probably have seen the dance because the oh. dance is more fav- famous than the song yeah <laughs> So it's, like, things like that. So I would love to see, like, so much more, like, uh, especially because, like, I'm kind of being now leading more into, like, Korean rock music. I would love to see, like, new Western rock and Korean rock, like, merge. Like, I think that would, like, I'll just hit the roof if that ever happened.
0: It's, like, weird, cause like, in my head, but it obviously it's, the whole term for it is, like, K-pop. So in my head, hmm. I obviously have, like, Britney Spears which is weird but I think it's (laughs) because of the whole like schoolgirl like vibe and that's where like my Mm. brain like goes to I didn't realize that obviously like there's different kind of like avenues off of it as such like genres off of it like you said there's obviously like the kind of rock side and pop side is them like is there anyone there that is kind of like k-pop version I don't know of like Taylor Swift will go with first that if someone was listening if they love Taylor Swift who
1: would you say would be a good person for them to like a single person it could be a band or a single person. Mm, if it was a band, I would say Red Velvet um, because they kind of like were quite light in the beginning and then kind of went into some deeper stuff. And then they're quite like quite cool, I would say. But they're probably like my bias girl group, my favorite girl group. If someone likes the 1975,
0: who would you say go and listen to if there is anybody? Um,
1: I'll probably say The Rose personally there's like it's quite hard like getting into like Korean rock music is like a task and a half because it's pretty much K-pop um, dominated so like if you do find someone a slightly alternative or slightly indie kind of uh, music it's yeah. like very hard they barely get any publicity barely even hear of them like Day6 is my favorite group a lot of people know about them but just because they're under like a big company but other than that no one really knows like much about them
0: If someone is listening, then we can do like full on kind of like they want to get into K-pop, where would be the best place to start for them?
1: Uh, Probably BTS. BTS is probably the best place to start. Um, Yeah, BTS, um, GOT7, Big Bang. They're kind of not really a group anymore because they all went and did military service. (laughs) Um, I would like
0: to think that they have to kind of like take a like a year hiatus almost because of it yeah
1: it's oh it's so sad when it happens but I feel like they try and do it like the same time so it's but it's kind of like when they're all different ages it's a bit difficult like when BTS is going to do that it's, oh my gosh like they're probably going to be out for like a good five years because it's like the oldest between the oldest and the youngest is about five six years so it's like you know they're not going to they're probably going to do some solo stuff which i think would be most likely but as a group you're not going to see them for a while when they start doing their military as a one direction fan we can all relate to that (laughs) and we
0: can help guide them through your the term hiatus um on an indefinite period because it's now five years later from our 18 months where do you want to see the future of k-pop to go
1: future I kind of want it to be more globally respected I think now since you know um Blackpink and BTS are the like the most well-known worldwide groups but they're so like there's so 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 many groups that are like equally as respectable um that I want to see them like basically bursting through the western um bubble um because like I feel like when I was a fan like back in 2015 (laughs) People were like, ew, K-pop, like you like Korean music. Like they were always like look down on it, but now it's seen as cool. And I kind of like hope that it's like not even considered like Korean pop music. They kind of just generalise it and, you know, pop music yeah. and people respect it as equally as like all other music, really.
0: What has being a fan of K-pop taught you, first of all?
1: Um, endurance, because they rarely ever come to the UK when they're doing their concerts, like, the amount of time you have to wait for them to even come like you you're more likely to go over to um, France to get a concert than like here so I think it taught me endurance the most and probably like just sounds so cheesy but staying true to yourself because the amount of times I've had to defend K-pop people like oh like that music's whack or stuff like that and I'm like no 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 you like you don't know it the way I know it kind of thing and I'm just like I feel like I had to defend my corner for so long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Last kind of question is I always ask this one because I always think it's really nice for people to kind of reflect on it. What has been part of a fandom brought to your life?
1: Friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the best people I've met, um, I met at a K-pop concert and I literally like, I'm so grateful to have a meeting because I went to the concert by myself and I just messaged some people on Facebook, like, Hey, like, you guys want to go together? And we still talk now. And it's been like what, three years and stuff. And I feel like that is like kind of like connecting through literally just like one avenue which was a, a k-pop band that we all liked had just brought us like close and it's just like I love them if they ever gonna watch this love you guys <laughs> a big thank you to Shay for joining me on this week's
0: episode if you want to find out more about Shay head over to our Instagram at that podcast. Please do leave a review and follow us on Spotify if you are really enjoying the podcast. It really helps others find the show. And I'll be back next week talking all about Little Mix with Holly Alton.